Yes, joining us down the line this afternoon to talk the latest in NHL is NHL expert. He's the G- GM of operations at the Adelaide Giants as well, Eric Belnar. Eric, good afternoon and welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Well, those those pesky Florida Panthers, at first they were a cool story, beat the number one. Then they were annoying, beating the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now they're up 3 nothing. They've won nine out of ten games in the playoffs versus the regular season team that had the best record in the history of the NHL. Then you had beat the heavily favored Toronto Maple Leafs, who were the odds-on Cups favorite at the time. And then the team that looked like they systematically could not lose, they won nine out of ten against them. Are you not amazed by this Florida Panthers team? How have they turned it around? I mean, from what we saw of them in the regular season, they were a good side, but nothing spectacular. How have they turned things around in these playoffs? I mean, I think it's pretty simple. It comes down to one guy, and that's Sergei Bobrovsky, their goaltender. Because there's probably an alternate world where this doesn't happen based on one simple decision that the head coach, Paul Maurice, made for the Panthers, right? Like, the Panthers almost didn't make the playoffs. They snuck in by one point over Buffalo. There was a game with, like, four games to go in the regular season where they won 2-1 versus the Sabres, and that kind of... I guess, in retrospect, sealed it for him. But they used this kid. Remember Alex Lyon was in, and he was kind of all the rage. He was looking unstoppable, backstopped him to the playoffs, started the first three games of the playoffs versus Boston. They won a game with them. If Paul Maurice doesn't make the switch to Sergei Bobrovsky, Alex Lyon, let's say somehow they come back versus Boston, they probably don't with Lyon in net, to be honest. But even if they do, then it becomes a lot harder versus that Toronto Maple Leafs team. Like, Sergei Bobrovsky is turning in an all-time playoff performance, right? How many overtime wins is this now? It's crazy. Like, he's stopped 110 of his last 111 stops. He backstopped them through triple overtime. Shut out today. Like, it is (laughs) one goal and an overtime win in game number two. Like, he is unbelievable. They're winning so many one-goal games right now. They are. It was remarkable to watch him in action once again today. How about uh, Matt Kachuk as well? Because he he's a killer. And um, while well, there is a little bit of talk that is he better than his dad? Yeah, I mean, well, how's how's that? If you want to go all the way back to that trade back in, uh, I guess, well, almost this time last year when the season was over, Panthers win the part or the uh, President's Trophy, best team in the NHL, and they trade their best player, Jonathan Huberdeau, for. This uh, pesky little player that was available on the market, kind of a like-for-like trade, said maybe we'll take a regular season hit. They did, and we'll get some production in the playoffs. But Chuck just keeps scoring clutch goals. Like, some people have it. Like, what what athletes in Australian sport would be kind of the comparable to that gritty showtime to Chuck that just shows up when it matters the most, kicks that big goal, scores that big goal, Mm. makes that big shot, whatever it is. Like, what Australian athlete comparable is there to Matthew Chuck? It's oh, a great question. Uh, you'd have to take a look at it. Um, just someone that, yeah, really is just a workhorse, isn't it? Jeez, uh, um, I don't know. Do you have any like, idea? I mean, in, like in Adelaide, like they would go back in the history books a little bit, but everybody in Adelaide would refer to like you know Tony Madra or yeah. Madra, right? Like just yep. showing up in those big, in those big moments, kicking those those huge goals. Like he just shows up in the biggest moments, and he's just so annoying to play against Matthew Chuchuk. Like, you love, that's a guy you love in your room, but man, you would, like, he's got to be exhausting just to think about in a game, doesn't he? Mm. Oh, he certainly does. He's 
Just a remarkable watch. I'm, I'm really loving watching him play. And, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Tony Modra, big game player stepping up, maybe a Dustin Martin, you could even say. But, ah, oh, geez, there's uh, there's so many uh, so many great athletes, but it's hard to compare uh, to uh, to compare Matt Kachuk to uh, to really any Aussie because he's just so he is so special. Um, just the latest on Alex Barkov as, as well. He did cop a bit of an injury today. What's the latest on him? Yeah, did you see uh, Paul Maurice's uh, post game conference? No, I missed it. No. So uh, Paul Maurice was asked about Barkov and what the deal was, and uh, Maurice, who has been like, I encourage anybody to go home and just YouTube Paul Maurice press conferences because he's been the golden soundbite of this entire playoff. But he goes, let's just say um, he was he was at a bar mitzvah, and the reporter was just like, is that an upper or lower? And he's just like, is that an upper or lower bar mitzvah? Two floors. It's a two-floored bar mitzvah. It was a big party. He didn't want to disappoint his kid, his neighbor. That's why. Uh, <laughs> that's why Sasha wasn't around. Uh, he was at a bar mitzvah. Just a good guy, good family guy. Didn't want to disappoint his neighbor's daughter or neighbor's son who uh, who was having a bar mitzvah. So that is the information we've got out of the Florida Panthers camp uh, from Paul Maurice. Uh, at least when I was watching all the post game fallout from today's game, that guy's a character. So yeah, I mean that'll be a big loss if, if he is. If he's out, but uh, obviously pretty cagey right now. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the, the goal he scored the other day? Uh, I think if you, Wayne Gretzky is calling it the like the, one of the best playoff goals of all time. Uh, it's got to be up there in the rink. And um, I was actually golfing with a, a really good hockey playing buddy of mine. Uh, and we were kind of watching the game, saw the highlights pop up of the goal. And like that is what we talked about for like, two full holes of golf because just the ability to drag that puck back after he's already gone between his legs in that short amount of time and kind of keep it on a string is like the skill level of that can't be understated enough. Like, especially at high speed to not even have that puck bobble a little bit and keep those soft yet firm hands and put a top cheek. Like that was, it was incredible. Yeah. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. And it is hard to describe a little bit, isn't it? Because he kind of goes over the puck and then he gets it back in front of him. Between and his legs. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It is it's incredible uh, to watch. So go check it out, Alex Barkov goal. Um, so it is. It's three zip. Any chance? Um, any chance at all of a comeback in this series or a Florida going through? I mean, uh, statistically, there's not a chance, or statistically, there's a very small chance of four and one hundred or two hundred and eleven chance, or whatever it is. Um, I think as long as Sergey Bobrovsky's in that, pretty much the the deal seems pretty done. Like I, I can't see him not becoming locked in. I mean, he's he's giving one of those all time performances, like um, like a JSG Gare Anaheim Ducks performance from the early two thousands, where Florida could very well go to the Stanley Cup final lose the Stanley Cup final, and the Conn Smythe winner for the MVP of the playoffs is going to be the losing goaltender in Sergei Bobrovsky. I mean, he is he is he has elevated his game to the best I've ever seen him, at least. Right. We're speaking to Eric Bellner here on Sports Drive this afternoon. A lot to look forward to uh, in the rest of the playoffs. We've got a great game coming up tomorrow between the Stars and the Golden Knights. It is Vegas leading 3-2 at this... Oh, sorry, 2-zip at this stage after that 3-2 victory in overtime, I should say, the other day. Geez, Dallas, they were leading for, for so much of that match, but Vegas, they found a way. Kind of the, the story of Vegas' season, I guess, is they uh, 
they hang around, they 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 stay with you, and then they when they have an opportunity to go for the kill, that's sort of what they did. That's what they did versus Edmonton in the last round. Uh, Vegas are they're an interesting team. I mean, now it's the Aiden Hill story. I mean, another goaltender. It's very possible we could have two teams in the Stanley Cup final who with goaltenders that did not start the first game of the playoffs or their respective teams. So that's kind of a cool little subject line. But those games are really tight, right? Like they're they're overtime games. Uh, Aiden Hill's been pretty cool to watch, but they sort of feel back and forth a little bit. You feel like, obviously, it goes without saying, like Dallas is kind of a must-win tomorrow. Like they can't afford to go down 3 nothing. But you feel like if Dallas makes it 2-1, we're, we're back on here. Because the games have been really, really close, but the series scoreline is not close. I guess it's the same with Carolina and Florida, right? Like mm. there's five nothing combined in the series scores, but all the games have been one goal in all five games of this conference final. It doesn't really show how close it is. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm really really hoping Dallas wins tomorrow because I would like a bit of entertainment uh, in a close series, to be totally honest. Who do you see stepping up for Dallas if if they are to win tomorrow? Uh, I, I mean I guess uh, you hate to use all these playoff cliches when it comes to to goaltending, but really it is it really is that you know if Jake Ottinger can just make one more save, then you know his his counterpart. It, it, it's so cliche, but I think it really really is true when it comes to to how playoff hockey goes. Right, you look at Bobrovsky; he's just found ways to be just a little bit better than some pretty good goaltending performances. On the other end, uh, to be to be totally honest, so uh, I think uh, he's been pretty cool. I mean, uh, other than that, you know, Joe Pavelski had that one big game where he scored four goals. Maybe some more consistency out of him um, would be helpful. And then uh, the guy that I've been loving to watch this whole playoffs is Miro Heskinen. Like he has been um, probably breaking out as uh, a more well-known defensive stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, than probably the whole league knew. But, yeah, I think it does come down to goaltending. But, yeah, hopefully guys like maybe Joe Pavelski, that kind of secondary scorer role now, just find ways to, to get a few more goals consistently in the back of the net. All right, so what's your prediction for the rest of the series? Uh, the Golden Knights, do they continue with their winning ways or can the Stars claw their way back into it? I think they'll split the next couple. Uh, and uh, then uh, I think Dallas will win two to three at home but the Vegas Golden Knights will win it in six. That's my prediction. I think Dallas does make a series of it, but uh, it looks like we could be on a collision course for a Vegas-Florida Panther traditional hockey market showdown in the uh, in the Stanley Cup final, but I guess we'll know this time next week. We certainly will. Eric, it's been a pleasure chatting on the show this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time, and enjoy the rest of your day, and enjoy the rest of the playoffs. Too. Always a pleasure. Let's uh, let's hope we get a series out of the game tomorrow. Let's hope so. And uh, there he goes, Eric Belnar. I thank him for his time on today's show.